0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back if you are a returning listener, and welcome if this is your first time listening. My name is Christina Royster, and this is the Young Black Independent Aided Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening today. On this episode, I have a special treat for you. Well, I think it's special, so hopefully you do too. I'm going to play for you a real-life recording of me and my friends drunk at my best friend's birthday party so that's why this episode is titled drunk minds sober thoughts because in the moment we were drunk but as i go back and listen to this recording i realized we were actually having a pretty insightful conversation and i feel like that usually does happen when you live with your friends so i'm gonna share this and hopefully you glean some type of insight from it stay tuned whoa holiday you can't give it to them dry like that (laughs) that's how i feel right now i know i just excited you all with the intro but let me actually dial it back real quick and do the put y'all on first you know i gotta start every episode with put y'all on the segment of the show where i put my listeners on to my favorite thing so i'm gonna put y'all on to serena williams new fall fashion collection with Nike. But the reason that I am so excited about this collection is not just because it's Serena Williams and not really because it's Nike because, you know, Nike's been a little iffy lately. Like a lot of uh, athletes have been jumping ship from Nike. The reason I'm excited about this collection is because Serena Williams basically saw a need for more black designers, more designers of color. She has been a sponsor for Nike since 2003. But as she developed her latest fashion collection with them, she realized that there weren't a lot of people in the room that looked like her. She quoted, she told Fast Company, "'I have been at Nike for many years "'and I want to see more people in design that look like me. "'I wanted to cast our net further "'to areas where Nike generally wouldn't go.'" See what I mean? First of all, that's a problem if Nike's not generally going in that direction. (laughs) But anyways, Um, This article goes on to say, two years ago, Williams proposed that Nike launch a design apprenticeship program. So she's calling it the Serena Williams Design Crew. And this is to bring on young designers from communities of color to help design pieces for her collection. And so the collection will be coming out this fall, 2021. And it's going to be inspired by 90s looks. So that 90s aesthetic with colorful jumpsuits and asymmetrical bodysuits. The designers were all selected from New York and they were invited to apprentice at Nike for six months in January, 2021. See, that's the only thing about these programs. Every time I see uh, you know, uh, a skills program or an apprenticeship, a fellowship, it's always either New York or LA. And we understand that those are really the hubs of creativity in America. And that's where most business is done. But I just wish there were more programs like this around the country in more, not remote areas, but like areas you normally wouldn't expect. Like why not do an apprenticeship in Chicago or why not Houston? Like why does it always have to be New York or LA? That's my only gripe. Cause even I recently saw something on Instagram that was like, Hey, do you want to learn Google skills? And I was like, yeah. And it was like, come to this class in New York. And I'm like, I'm not commuting to New York. (laughs) And so Um, now with, you know, working from home and remote, I feel like they can make some of these internships remote, but anyways, I'm still excited that Serena went to Nike and said like, you know, let's do something more with designers of color because we know that the fashion industry is notoriously racist. Um, this article actually says fewer than 10% of fashion designers at New York fashion week are black and fewer than 5% of members on the council of fashion designers of America, a prestigious trade group are black. And not just fashion design. I feel like design in general, there aren't a lot of black people. Well, I know black designers. I am a black designer. I have a a BA in graphic design. But I feel like you don't see a lot of famous big name designers. So I'm really glad that Serena um, started this initiative. And, you know, she even has her own um, design line S by Serena. So um, I'm excited to see what happens, you know. Right now, the whole talk of the town is Ivy Park, Ivy Park, Adidas, Beyonce. But um, Serena be doing her thing. So check that out. What's it called? Serena Williams Design Crew. Now let's get to the meat and potatoes of today's episode. The juicy recording of me and my friends drunk at my friend's birthday party. So me and a couple friends got together and rented an Airbnb in northern New Jersey close to New York City. Um, in early August. Shout out to the Leos. It was Halil's birthday. Shout out to the Leo. And Halil has been on the podcast before, so you may recognize his voice. Also in this recording is Sean Simmons. Don't know if you want me to use your real name. He usually goes by the Don. Sean Simmons. <laughs> and um, my boyfriend, Josh. Y'all know, brother Ash, Joshua Ash. Um, and so Alfred was also there. Alfred was hanging out in the background. I don't think he talks on this recording, but Alfred was with us as well. Um, Our other friends were asleep because we did not get back to the Airbnb from New York City until probably one or two in the morning. And then after this whole conversation, I think we went to bed about 5 a.m. So we were lit off the rum and the tequila, just sitting around the kitchen island having a good old time. Oh, also I should um, mention, I just like to mention this. Sean is the one who got me and Josh together. Sean is... Josh's best friend, and he's also Halil's cousin, so shout out to Sean, and he be really talking his shit on this recording, so uh, make sure you guys listen, listen carefully to what he's saying and give him a follow, now anyways, we're all sitting around the kitchen island, and I've just been doing this a lot recently, and it's probably not legal without asking people's permission, but recently I've just been Noticing that I'm having like really good conversations with my friends, really organic conversations, and maybe it's because we're getting to our mid to late 20s and we are just, you know, not bullshitting anymore and we're having more thoughtful conversations. (laughs) So I have just been recording on my phone while I'm having these conversations with my friends. As you all know, I'm a podcast host, I'm a content creator, and I always think I, I would like to capture this moment. While still being in the moment, you know what I'm saying? I don't really want to tell people, oh, I'm recording right now. I recorded and I asked for permission later, basically. So, everybody on this recording is aware that they will be on the Young Black and Opinionated podcast. And I just want to let the recording play. It's all about love and relationships. And actually, I had to cut down at least five minutes. This was about a 15 minute recording, but I cut it down to 10 minutes. And I'm going to just let it play and let y'all hear how young black millennials really feel about love and relationships in a casual setting and I will say I was the only female on the conversation but uh, maybe my female listeners will enjoy this and really get some insight from some young black males so check it out
1: that's why when I see your ass I had to snatch you
2: up Okay.
1: I was like hold up I was praying for some
2: shit, and it just came hey, to me. What yeah. were you praying for? Maybe that was you. Press that button.
0: I was not looking for a boyfriend, I'll tell you that.
2: You wasn't looking for a
1: boyfriend, but when you found your man, you knew what it was. It's
2: still there. You didn't hit the button enough. You're lying. You're right. When <laughs> you look for shit, you don't find Wait, it. Ooh. Say it again, bro. When you look for shit, you don't find it. Find mm. Let me tell you. I'm learning that. Yeah. I'm definitely learning that. That's why I'm
0: laughing. You can't just throw your line
2: out to every pond right out you know, there. It's the same situation yeah. as, like, you tell guys your plans and he's gonna
1: laugh. And I'm glad you took it to God, bro. Because I understand.
2: the same thing, bro. You tell God what you got planned. He, <laughs> he got something <laughs> better for
0: you. Yeah.
2: The but is- the waiting
0: is hard, you have to admit. Waiting for the right partner is hard.
2: You know why it's hard? But it's necessary. You know why it's hard? You, you, you my people don't be
0: doing it. You about to get deep right quick. It's necessary.
2: You about to get deep right quick. You know why it's hard? My fault. You just, can you just pass me Because no, patience is a virtue. No, not because patience is a virtue. The waiting is hard because in that moment, niggas is not I ready for what God you. is going to give them. Yeah. If
0: you were it afraid, builds character.
2: It Builds
1: character. Yeah. Why? just if I this would have never worked.
0: If I met you in college I don't think no. no If I knew high school Josh I would not be interested From the story that you tell me
1: <laughs> I would not be interested Nah I ain't gonna I mean I ain't gonna say I wouldn't be interested Or you wouldn't be interested
2: I'm just saying It wouldn't work Like right? I'm gonna call
0: it- And they say that people Change every seven years Your personality changes I'm just like,
2: saying, I'm not who I was Seven years ago I'm gonna call A flag on the plate. My
1: eyebrows
0: aren't even the same I just wasn't I learned mature. how to do makeup I was not as
2: mature as I was like, You didn't realize That high school was technically from age 14 up to 18, right? Okay, so... That's, that's a big-ass difference between being 18 and 25. Really? There's a lot of shit that happens between 18 and 25. I tell all of my friends that get into relationships, if you can make it through two years to two and a half, you got some shit. But something happens between two and two and a half years. It don't matter what relationship, how good, marriage, engagement, whatever. Um. Something happens... At that point in time. Because the honeymoon, huh? the honeymoon phase is over. The honeymoon phase is over. It's not the honeymoon It's not
1: what it is. At the end of the day, it's not hard what it about what you are willing to get to somebody. Like, no you reason. definitely
0: have to be at selfless. The day,
1: at the end of the day, but we millennials. It's literally apps. Some shit's going apps you can download. There's
0: so many distractions out there. Let me, let me, let me. Let me, let me I mean, back in the day, people used to I cheat, know. but at least they didn't know.
2: Distractions are people that are on focus. Oh, God. All I'm saying you is... Can't, you can't have these conversations with me because I have, like, friends. reasons and shit. And this and this. You said back then, you can't tell when people were I'm cheating. I'm just saying, if you
0: if your man was cheating, you literally had to look at the lipstick on his collar. Like, nowadays, you can read DMs, you can read... I do you, you can see... Like, you can see... A girl will come to, to you, yeah. Woman to woman, I just want to let you know. Nah, my... That's what I'm that DM that's 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 saying,
2: That's some son. bullshit because women... Your be man it
0: go on Tinder, Bumble... Nah. Hinge, Instagram, Facebook.
2: I can't agree with that because this this, this is the problem now with that situation. Because women will go and say, oh, he used to talk to me, but in actuality, all he did was put hard eyes on your shit and you count that as talking to you. And it's like, oh, he's- I don't know about that. No, women will do that simply because of the fact because they're- So you
0: think that takes you off the market with her friends, what? That's
2: not what I'm saying, this is my point. My point is, they'll go in a situation and be like, oh, he was talking to me, but in actuality, it's simply because the fact that the nigga had your attention, but you didn't actually want it. So why does it matter if he goes and communicates with another person and someone that you, in the first place, did not want? Mm. Why did you feel the need to reach out to said female about a nigga you didn't want in the first
0: place? I mean, what I was thinking was if somebody, wait, when did you go to ShopRite? When did you get those chips? (laughs) We had those
2: before we even
0: left What is good and gathers? I thought they were bowling baskets.
2: Listen, chat. I got this from Target. Okay, I yeah, I was gonna shop say right. you know that's not shopper. Shop right. that yeah, freaking.
0: Anyways, devil devil. um, evil. What were we talking about? Sorry.
2: Women basically put in situations on situations. It's not situations. No, I'm saying.
0: I'm just saying, like. Uh, I don't know, it's complicated. bad.
1: As men, honestly, I don't, blame, I don't blame women for being so defensive with their walls and why they feel the way they feel. Because as a man,
0: who do you think is more grimy, men or women?
1: I think we equally grimy. Equally.
0: I feel like men cheat more,
1: but... That's not true. Just because it's different men ways get, to be grimy besides men you. get caught. Yeah. we talk about. Men Yeah, you're caught. right.
0: Right, grimy,
1: y'all grimy. be telling on y'allself. So. <laughs> we said we talking about being grimy. Grimy is, grimy kidding. is not letting I your baby dad myself. see your y'all child because yeah, he won't be with
0: you. That's true.
1: That's grimy. There are
0: women who do
1: that. At the end of the day, I'm not saying men don't cheat. Women also cheat, but I can I can understand why a woman could have an offense about his nigga cheating. But at the end of the day, all I'm saying is no parties are completely innocent. Like you got to address every situation for what it is. You. I really, I, I, it really I, I, goes I'm back is to you the therapy. You can't, thing. you can't make this statement. Men ain't shit or women ain't shit. People not shit. Yeah. Make, mis- that's people just how it is. We're all shit. flawed. We're all yeah. flawed. And what makes us decent. But people, I'm shit. We are all flawed. I'm but what makes us? Well, be- what do you think about? Hold this? Up, Hold up! I wasn't no, finished. Months. Let me let me let me say. We're not all... We're all flawed. I feel like what makes us... I what, what makes us decent or indecent is the fact that we can see our flaws and address them and recognize that we got work on that shit to become a better person. Accountability. Cause Nick, it, accountability. Because nobody's perfect, but you really are a bag of shit if you know you're not perfect, you know you hurt people, and you know you're toxic, and you live in that filth. That's what makes a bad person to me. Well, my a,
0: question to you, you was... You're not a
1: bad person if you cheat on your man because you... You had temptation in college or... You can overcome that. If you learn from that become I better... I don't I'm think not, people change. I, I do. I think people are capable of changing. I know. I know people are capable uh, of changing. People, like, people I know that.
2: <laughs>
0: but I was going to ask you. Do you think, um...
2: Wait, what, wait, what was we talking about? Be- niggas being grimy and bitches being... Never mind. I forgot what I was going to re- ask. Alright. The reason why I say people can change... All it takes is one person.
0: Hmm. I don't know.
2: No, I agree. It just takes
0: one person to change your life and make you act right. It,
2: it, yes. yes. You've
0: been cheating yes. on all these other bitches and now finally you're in love. No, honestly, and you never gonna cheat even, on her. Like,
2: it what really was, does take was that was one person, person to like change your entire narrative. Change oh, that whole entire narrative. Honestly, imagine you like come home from work one day or whatever and you decide to like, I'm going to cook. That can mean everything to that nigga that's just like never had someone do that shit for him. Or you could come home from work and you got a map sitting there waiting when you come home from work. That could change your entire perception of how a man could potentially treat a woman or vice versa. That can change
0: everything. Oh, I remember I was gonna ask. You know how people say like, everybody's crazy, you just have to pick somebody's crazy and just deal with it. Like, do you
2: believe that's
1: true? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you might
0: as well just deal with this crazy bitch. I know. I wouldn't use crazy
1: because like, that could be drawn out to a lot of different things. But like, I feel like everybody has their bullshit. And you gotta really figure out like, am I willing to deal with this bullshit? Bro, Is this bullshit gonna compromise who I am? Like if your bullshit mean I gotta change my morals and no I'm not willing to deal with your bullshit. But if your bullshit mean I gotta work with you, be a little bit more patient, try to show you the different things. But you worth it because you.
0: But some women say I don't want to raise a man. I don't want to build a bear. I don't want to build a nigga. A lot
1: of men say I don't want to be your father.
2: It's yeah. a lot of women out here that's yeah. coming to the table with nothing too. That's the thing, it. Oh, yeah. the problem. Nobody's listening. The, the problem with a lot of women is, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to say that. That's disrespectful, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but, what I'll say is...
1: You buy a like I'm drinking.
0: No, I drank a lot. Look at this bottle. Alfred, how much have you been drinking? He's not. slow.
2: He has,
1: he has He's
0: just taking notes on everything right. we're saying.
1: This is
2: what I'll say. We
0: probably sound crazy. I'm
2: a philosopher.
0: I'm recording this for my podcast. We're at
2: ten minutes, by the way. I'm not for the this month. Listen, right quick. This is what I'll say.
0: Okay, JT. Now. I hope I don't get copyright on my podcast. Not That's not Justin Timberlake? That's F-
2: Re- Brandy's brother.
1: Ray J? Oh Lord. <laughs> I hit it, I hit it, I hit it, I hit it. Oh my it, god,
0: Well, this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much Always for enlightening me. So that was my drunk mind. <laughs> That was Christina drunk, and you could probably hear it because I asked several times, wait, what was I talking about? Because I already have a bad memory, let alone when I'm lit. So sorry about that. And so sorry for cutting the men off because I just be cutting people off naturally anyway, and that's not cool. So I apologize for that. But now I'm going to give you my sober thoughts. And honestly, my sober thoughts are pretty much the same. I don't really... Want to change anything that I said on this recording? In fact, I actually learned a lot just listening to Sean and Josh. Um, Halil, you didn't add much. You, I mean, Halil, Halil, what I loved what Halil said was, "People ain't shit, but I'm the shit." I know that's right, Halil. And some other things that I really just found valuable from this conversation were, when you look for shit, you don't find it. The waiting is hard, but it's necessary. It builds character. And at the end of the day, it's all about how much effort are you willing to give somebody? Is it 50-50? Is it 100-100? Is it 80-20? And also the whole thing about everybody's crazy, but your BS isn't that bad. I'm still on the fence about that because I just feel like you should never settle. You shouldn't just be like, well, everybody's awful out there. So I'm just going to pick the least awful person. Like you definitely shouldn't settle like that. I feel like as somebody said on this recording somebody said I think it was Sean when somebody comes into your life and they're the right person it only takes that one person to change you and your outlook on love and I definitely feel like I have found that like not trying to be sappy but in my current relationship I realized like wow this is what I really wanted all along and it's possible and it just made me realize okay there's not there's still some good guys left okay okay <laughs> Hopefully me and Josh are together forever and I don't eat my words, but I honestly feel like there are some good guys left. And so that's my sober thoughts. Thank y'all so much for listening to another episode of Young, Black, and Opinionated. Remember to hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening, Apple, Spotify, whatever. If you like what you heard today, there's plenty more where that came from. So hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the YBO podcast. And I'll just put everybody else's social media in the show notes because there's a lot of us talking. (laughs) All right. See you next week. Bye.